0: Hey awesome nerds and welcome to another episode of D&D and TV, the weekly podcast where we what rewatch and recap television shows that we really enjoy and talk about how the themes, concept and characters could be used in different role-playing games. I'm your host Jeremy and I am joined by Nina. Hey Nina,
1: Hey, hello. Hello, my nerdy babes. How are we doing today? How are we feeling? Are we feeling good? Are we ready for some Star Trek slash D&D crossovers?
0: <laughs> I think we are. I think we are. We're talking about Star Trek Next Generation, episode four hmm. of season one, The Last Outpost, which was directed by Richard oh, A. Collar yeah. and written by Herbert Wright and Richard Cresiman. Kreszman? Yes. Kreszman? Kreszman? Kreszman. I'm going that to say yeah. um, okay. Kreszman. Richard, if you want to mention... Folks, uh, reach <laughs> out to me on Twitter if I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> uh, tell me. This is the episode yeah, that meanwhile... <laughs> yeah, add us. Uh, while in pursuit of a mysterious race known as the Ferengi, the Enterprise suffers a sudden power failure. That's... Um,
1: yes, so...
0: Not, not a huge amount, but uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff in this episode, I think. Um, yeah, Partly yeah. because, I, well, it was recently announced that Wizard of the Coast is going to be doing Spelljammer again which is essentially D&D in space. And that is very relevant to what we're talking about.
1: Basically, yeah, it could be used. Yeah, pretty much. It sounds amazing. So basically ships in space, which Jeremy has been talking about for a while now. Um, So exciting stuff. Very cool. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, I know we haven't really delved into the actual Star Trek RPG, uh, the Star Trek adventures, um, which having a look through the book, a lot of it is taking place pre-Voyager, um the world that they give you is like here's how you can have rules in in the original series or during next gen and kind of these are the things that happen but the setting for it is uh before the the voyager series
1: ah interesting i wonder why they did that is it it just been too complicated involving the delta quadrant or
0: i think so that too much space i think it's so that you can basically just go wild it's like oh, I yeah. think a lot okay. of the questions yeah. not haven't been answered at that point, but it's just here's an opportunity for you to bring in a lot of the things that you see in the shows from that point on, and and do them yourself.
1: Yeah, cool, fair enough.
0: You know well, what? when we, we get to Voyager, we'll talk about it then. Yeah,
1: okay. I feel like that might be a while, but um, but yes, uh, we still have all of the other seasons of Star Trek next oh, yes. Gen to go, yes. and Years I mean, away. I think we would. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit actually no we didn't but i'm gonna bring it up now d space nine is a good mm. show and i would definitely wouldn't mind recapping that um it may be a little bit more politically uh complicated but um mm-hmm. just because it's such a politically based tv show about uh but yeah i would love to do that, that would be that would be awesome um voyager is also good i love all of them except os i'll say right now i'm <gasps> sorry i just i'm i know <laughs> I, what about I'm not Enterprise? what about Discovery? i'm not at no oh my bleh, <laughs> discovery have you watched discovery I like oh my discovery. goodness The the train wreck that is discovery no thank you i, like I will discovery. stick to my i'm so, do you okay all right i'm sorry i i i i have a visceral reaction to it so i apologize
0: <laughs> i didn't watch past but, um, season one but i liked it
1: <laughs> okay okay that's fair i mean i like some choices i like the boom booms and the explosions But pretty fun yes that's usually
0: what i watch television for so i'm okay with that
1: okay all right well it exists and i'll leave it at that but it is um, D-Space space nine that is one of my favorite star trek shows and speaking of d space nine we have the introduction in this episode of next gen of the last outpost of the ferengi which um is a one uh, the race of one of my favorite characters our next um next generation what am i saying sorry deep space nine uh which is quark quark is um, an, um oh, so great an amazing character um portrayed by armin shimmerman the actor yes. who also plays um he's also done a lot of other work he he played he's in buffy buffy the vampire yeah. play uh, snyder. Slayer? yeah principal, he, snyder. principal snyder yeah and I, I didn't know that for like the longest time um, he is, but he's honestly also... he,
0: those two roles are iconic like quark is an amazing yeah. character snyder mm. is one of the has one of the best lines in the entire seven run series of buffy which i think it's like that's the kind of woolly thinking that gets a principal eaten <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what the fuck
1: uh, i love it he's like this prolific like he's so well known in like the 90s early 2000s like yeah uh he's so good wonderful um, person too. yeah Wonderful oh, person against. and a really good, yeah, well, from what I've seen. And he's a really good um, voice, like prolific voice actor as well. He's oh, been in yeah. a lot of games. He was uh, in uh, Mass Effect with, um, mm-hmm. or Mass Effect 2, I think, with uh, Marina, Marina Citrus, who plays Deanna Troy um, in Star Trek Next Surtis. Gen as well. Um, Sirtis. Sorry, I always say yeah. citrus and that's wrong because that's a fruit. Uh, it is. <laughs> Marina Sirtis. Oh, fuck, that's going to fuck me up. I'm sorry. I'm- Surtis. Surtis.
0: Like circus but with a T. Surtis.
1: Marina Curtis. Okay, I'll get it. I'll get it. Okay. Uh, okay, but I love her. She's great. She was also she in. Is. I think she was in Dragon Age, maybe.
0: Probably. Uh,
1: I can't remember. She's a oh, lot of voice. the people. Mwah. A
0: lot of the people from um, Next Gen have gone on to voice work.
1: Yeah, Jonathan Frakes, too. He's been, and I mean, Lavar Burton is amazing and does. Um, he. He, he does this podcast, which is basically him just reading out sci-fi uh, short stories. Oh, yeah. Um And I, I have to link it to you. It's so good. I've forgotten the name of it. But uh, yeah, and Jonathan Frakes does, he's been in like Adventure Time and he's been in a whole bunch of other stuff.
0: Well, it's interesting. Uh, it all, Riker. It all really started with uh, Gargoyles. That was... Um, Gar- really? Yeah. I think it was Rob Weissman. I
1: remember Gargoyles.
0: Yeah. Um. I, you probably might not remember, but Xanatos... In gargoyles that's Jonathan Frakes
1: no way yeah holy, holy shit like, that was like that was like a childhood show of mine I remember watching but like it's, it feels like a fever dream like I, I, I yeah. couldn't recall if I had made it up or if anybody else had actually <laughs> seen it no gargoyles is on Disney
0: plus go check it out
1: oh my god I will that sounds oh I didn't know he was in that wow he's yeah. uh been a part of my life so long Jonathan Frakes what a babe
0: yeah. um I'm just going through yes. Armin Shiminen's, um credits now. It's like this,
1: he's it's been amazing. in so many things. I know he's anyway. So Armin Zimmerman, great, amazing actor, plays Cork, one of my favorite characters, um, who is Ferengi in Deep Space Nine. He, he's he's in this first episode where we get an introduction <laughs> to Ferengi, and unfortunately. His portrayal of Ferengi's uh, not so great, and he's openly admitted this. So I'm not, I'm not coming at him like, uh, don't at me, Shimon, But um, <laughs> you, he, he has openly said that he is disappointed in the way that he portrayed Ferengi's, uh, and um, yeah, he he re- regrets it, um, and it's a huge departure from how Ferengi's are portrayed in later episodes in Deep Space Nine, um, and I, I think I read somewhere that in in this episode um the last episode uh, the last outpost sorry he Mm. was directed or they were directed uh to act like feral gerbils um as opposed to uh as one of their notes uh for the for the description of the ferenkis so it's sure it's just it's just weird and it's it's one of those
0: weird things about star trek that early installment weirdness of stuff of races kinds yeah, yeah before they grew, the, beard, out, but... before, before before they grew the beards. before before um, before they grew the beards exactly <laughs> i believe in the original series klingons did not look like klingons the way that we're familiar with them They're yeah just kind of like humans which yeah, fit but in with the that, whole cold war russia motif that they had going then but of course then they wanted to change it and make it a little bit more obvious that they were alien
1: exactly and the face ridges were added for that yeah. extra alien sort of feel um which becomes a consistent thing like in star trek well oh how are we going to make a race look different we'll just add some face ridges and face, face shit on them
0: yeah that's <laughs> and, uh, how it works. bada bing
1: bada boom You got yourself some, some yep, some Klingons. But yeah, this
0: is... While we're getting into that, um, let's describe Mm. what... Well, we won't describe what the Ferengi look like now. We'll get to it when they show up. Because there is a bit of mystery around Mm. them when they show up. And this is... uh, Well, let's get into the episode and we'll talk about the mystery elements and the rumours and things. Um, Because it really gets right into it almost immediately. That um, Picard's log is like we're chasing a Ferengi vessel. They, They stole an energy converter. Uh, but yeah, I'm but- also excited because this is our opportunity to actually speak with the Ferengi that we haven't been able to do yeah before.
1: they haven't this is like their first encounter or one of their first encounters um, Federation's yeah. first encounters with Ferengi the race because it's it's they know very little about them um, and yeah they they uh, are eager to sort of meet up and learn a little bit more so it's it's an interesting point and I, and I like the way that this episode starts like I, I really do um, It's 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 yeah it's it's a good it's a good place because you get the excitement of like something interesting is happening this is a new thing um, and also they've been antagonists like they've stolen something from the federation yeah. so it's yeah it's, it's a like cool there's place all, to stop. there's
0: all, there's already conflict between them yeah. like why did they steal yeah. it? Is, what's going on with this we need it back and obviously Picard's got his little mission of we're going to have to get this back no matter what but. Well, what's the Ferengi story about this? Are they just robbers? Are they... What's going on? Uh, and they have been mentioned yeah. before. There was a, a almost in passing mention of them in um, in, in Encounter, Encounter at Farpoint. Encounter at
1: Farpoint. Yeah.
0: Where Grappa yeah. Zorn, or whatever his name was, Grappa Zorn. Um, <laughs> that fuckboy. boy. Yeah, it was like maybe I'll give this this technology to the Ferengi instead, and Picard's like, "Yeah, she'll do whatever you want. And I don't give a shit." And yeah, so we they're kind of getting set up. There's that foreshadowing that the Ferengi are uh, something on on par with Starfleet, at least. That yeah, this is someone that yes. they need to interact with uh, regularly.
1: Something that they're like um, in like contesting with for, for certain things, and and yeah. it, they they do may mention that the Ferengi, are, from from what they know, on a similar playing field in terms of technology. So yes. not any greater than, not any lesser than. But, yeah, that's just something that they are aware of. I think
0: they actually say that it's similar, but that doesn't mean equal. Exactly. And that may mean Um, that they've got more better weapons or better warp drives or something, but we're more successful mm. in this other area. So similar but not equal. Separate but not equal.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not the same, which is, I guess, another attribution to the alien whole concept. But, yes. Um, So, yeah, they stole an energy converter or something?
0: Yes, an energy converter from from a planet. I don't know if it was from a planet or whether it from was like a space station or something. Oh
1: yeah, maybe. Uh, I wasn't yeah, wasn't
0: seems... sure. It was like from a scanner, or I, I I stopped paying attention to tell the truth in that bit. I was um, <laughs> I was like, it's an energy converter. They've got a thing. They've got the MacGuffin. Yeah. Sure.
1: They got the MacGuffin. It's something.
0: Yeah. They got the yeah. glove. And again, um. <laughs> they got the glove. And it is. It's that kind <laughs> of easy stuff in D anD. d Where you go, cool. Something's been stolen. Go get it back. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Got, it's it's very cool. Like. Yeah, it's very clear, sort of like plot point. It's like we need yep. this, we need it for this reason, uh, and we're going to get it back. So, um, so yeah, they uh, they basically are in pursuit of this Ferengi ship, and then it it, it they stop because they, the Ferengi. It, do they notice the Ferengi they, ship sort of stopped outside this planet or staring at them? Starting, was, or they're, they're starting. Oh, they're They're starting to slow
0: down. Oh, sorry, they're starting to catch up, and the Ferengi ship starts ah. to slow down, and it feels so much like a traffic stop to me. That like yeah. They're in a high-speed chase. And then it's so like, oh, shit, the lights are on. All right, I better pull over, officer. What did I do this time? Like the Ferengi just yeah. playing, yep, you got me. I was going too fast. But then they slow down as well. Um, yeah, And Gar and, starts and to notice... Uh, is- Gar's noticing his energy fluctuation in the Ferengi ship.
1: Oh, right. Okay, cool. Because I, I remember LaForge being super impressed by this ship. Well, not super impressed, but he was like, yep, that's a ship. I don't know. He said something really weird oh, I'm very not-forged.
0: Geordie's being weird this whole episode, honestly. I don't hey, like
1: it. Oh, um, what's going on with him? I don't mm. know. It's being mm. being a bit being a bit cheeky. But uh yeah. but yes. They um they notice that the ship has stopped and it's having some weird power stuff going on. Uh, and they're trying to figure out uh, oh wait, they and then they start noticing some on the Enterprise, some power system failures or something. Uh no, the Ferengi uh, fire
0: at them first.
1: Oh, that's right. And Wolf goes, "They're firing at us." And Wolf goes again, zero to ten in like yeah. a
0: matter of seconds. <laughs> well, Wolf and Yar are this both like, a- "No, we can destroy them. We destroy everyone." So like they're just yeah, we we fight. They're on board. We are fighters.
1: They're, they're team fighter, team yeah. team team bitch. Yep, mm. I like it.
0: Yeah, but Picard's um. like, "No, no, don't return fire." I mean, we are chasing them, so you know, maybe it's just a warning shot. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, then that's when the Ferengi slow and stop by this planet, and. The enterprise slows as well um and i think picard's like no 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 we'll slow down he's like why are we not slowing down like we can't control anything power's failing everywhere
1: yeah and it, it seems like they the whole ships become like immobilized
0: yeah oh. and the ferengi ships very slowly faces. turns around to face them and they're like oh shit real creepy just- yeah, nose to nose in silence, staring at each other in space. And it's like, oh no, if they just open fire, yeah. we're, we're fucked. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't have yeah, any it's shields. Pretty,
1: it's, pretty... it's a cool place to start. Because then, did, yeah. did the credits start? Yeah, that's there? when we get that that's when opener? we get the
0: the opening credits. Da, 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 da
1: so yeah i up until the, like this is great this is the star trek i like because it's like something's happening we don't know why oh what's going on what's happening there's no communication where's the
0: communication I mean, literally our little um our little synopsis we've just had the entire cold open described mysterious power failure they're chasing the ferengi that's it that's all we know about this episode so far and that's exactly what yeah. we've been given so far it's like great yeah that's cool i'm into it let's find out what happens
1: but it'll yeah, exactly that, that, that's yeah, that's the kind of stuff i like because anything could happen and you're like oh, oh, oh why how are we going to fix this how are we going to resolve mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. um but yeah so the, the crew but immediately the crew believe that their ship is being trapped by the ferengi like that the ferengi have some weird technology that's like super advanced and is somehow like keeping them keeping them stuck um yeah. and and There's troy's like... picking up some weird vibes well, or oh, not weird not. vibes but vibes no, yeah, that she's picking up vibes that aren't weird, so she doesn't she doesn't think that like any they've got malicious intents or, or that there is any malicious intents, But that's kind of all we get from her. We don't really get anything more explaining why <laughs> any of this is happening.
0: No, um, no. Well, mm. even data doesn't have any record of the Ferengi being able to do anything like this, uh, no. and that all of the reports are conf- like I think he's like we have so many different reports of Ferengi and they all conflict. Do you have any information touching this on any file?
2: None, sir. Only hearsay and third hand reports, most of which conflict. Which reports do not conflict? That the Ferengi are. Well, the best description may be traders. What kind of traders? A comparison modern scholars have drawn from Earth history likens the Ferengi to the ocean going Yankee traders of 18th and 19th century America, sir. From the history of my forebears, Yankee traders who in this case, sail the galaxy in search of mercantile and territorial opportunity. And are these scholars saying that the Ferengi may not be unlike us? Hardly, sir. I believe the analogy refers to the worst quality of capitalists. The Ferengi are believed to conduct their affairs of commerce on the ancient principle caveat emptor.
0: Let the buyer beware.
1: And then Mike is like, why do they conflict? Which ones don't conflict? He's, he's like very annoyed.
0: He's really angry this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. He I is. Like it. It's like uh, I don't know what his direction he was being, he was uh, being given or gotten on. but Probably it was none. <laughs> just be annoyed, be angry at Data because and and poor Data, he's sitting in the, you know, at the console and he's like, I, I forget how they get into it. Do they start talking about flags? Oh is no, this is, this, is or is when,
0: this is when this is when we get our first data dump.
1: Data dump. What if bright primary
2: colors got to do with it? Oh, I understand the illusion. Colours representing countries at a time when they competed with each other. Red, white, and blue for the United States. Whereas the French more properly used the same colours in the order. Blue, white, and red. And the German nation, red, black, and gold. The Italians, green, white, and red. The British... That's enough data. It was you who... We were discussing the Ferengi.
0: Yeah, so um, his data dump (laughs) is... He's talking about the, the 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 best description of Ferengi are the Yankee traders. Oh um, uh, yeah, I this, but so I you neither. know they're more so, about profit and they're, they're capitalist. Uh, the worst parts of the capitalism system that they believe in: yeah. or and "The Buyer Beware." And I think this is when. Oh no, R- Riker's super into the idea of Yankee traders. We don't get to talk about the flags yeah. yet.
1: He's like, I. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, I get the Yankee traders. That sounds like my kind of jam.
0: Yeah, like, those I are my ancestors, behind... yo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I guess because they're Yankee, they're American.
0: Apparently. Um, something, something. I but, don't know. But do
1: they, yeah, look, I don't know. It's, oh, no, so we it's... do get flag talk. So feel...
0: We do get flag talk right now.
1: Oh, okay. So we get the flag. Yeah. So this is the bit where, yeah, he, he starts going on about your ancestors, and then red, white, and blue. And then Picard goes, My ancestors were the French, and they did blue, oh, blue, white right blue, white, and red. Blue, white, and red.
0: Yes. And then Data's just like, Well, and, <laughs> and the Germans Data. had this, and the British had this. It's like,
1: old black, and yeah. And then he keeps time. going. And then Picard's like, Shut up. And then Data's like, Aw, what went, what, why? I was just talking about flags. You were talking about flag.
0: <laughs> Why was anyone talking about flags? It doesn't matter. He looks.
1: Yeah, as Tasha, yeah. She's just like, what the fuck does colors have to do with it? And then Data's like, because reasons. And then it's just, it's cute. I like Data. I I like Data in this episode. He's cute.
0: (laughs) Data is good in this episode. Everyone else is frustrating because everyone else, like, they are aware of the concept of flags. Flags exist.
1: So why does Yar not
0: understand what flags are?
1: Like, I know what? Worf what doesn't is get colors? TV, what but is primary colours. Also oh, they're not primary colours, Tasha. They're not. Primary colours. RGB. Baby yeah. Oh, like, you know, you know, that kind of R Y B. Prime R Y B, thank you. And then yeah. white has nothing to do with it. What are you talking about? Crazy yeah. crazy ass fucking touch.
0: <laughs> she she um, should know yellow because you uh, know it's on her on her outfit and on her tunic.
1: That's it? more like a that's a that's a mustard though. That's supposed of a oh, yellow. Okay. More of a a poo brown mustache. I'd be not worried quite. if poo's that color. Um, if you're a baby, that's a baby brown. That's a baby brown yellow.
0: Sure. Anyway, sorry. Sure. Too much. So, yeah,
1: that's too much information. What uh, they're
0: worried about is that the Ferengi might have a superior weapon that they're not, they're not familiar with. They don't know which, about yeah something sure. that's
1: lowering their shields uh, or like not lowering their shields but lowering their energy. So I think Tasha Yar yeah, says so she has to convert energy from the shields into something else to, uh, oh wait, i don't think on. at this sorry, point sorry. yeah it's later subject.
0: on that she's gonna no, they're gonna do a whole it's bunch getting... of stuff but down oh. in engineering um geordie and mm. riker are talking and geordie's realized that boy has said there's whatever's neutralized in their power uh has mm-hmm. a delay like whatever they try to do is then neutralized by whatever beam they're in and there's like a 0.372 millisecond um gap between it like they can do stuff for like 0. 0.372 milliseconds and then it and then it gets cut down
1: yeah so they and could Ra- technically they, they he could jump to they could jump abruptly to like max warp and then take advantage of the um slower reaction of the force field in order to yeah. like propel themselves away from the Frankie that's what he's oh, thinking and he's a smart boy is yeah. that because so Riker like comes a- up with that plan oh i thought he came up with it oh no, my Riker bad does.
0: yeah Riker comes oh. up with it and, and Geordi's like. Yeah, we can come back fighting. Woo wee! I see
2: where you're going. We ship down, then kick hard into warp nine. Yeah, come back fight. Woo wee!
0: Can we do it, Jordy? Ask me after it's done, sir. I'm like, what? What is this? Wee-hoo. What is this line? What is this line reading? What is this line <laughs> reading? All right, cool. Who is this Jordy person? Well, who is this person who's uh, wearing Jordy's uh, skin?
1: Yeah, who's this? Who's this stranger? Who's the stranger in our presence? We don't. Yeah, but I, I don't know some weird direction on
0: on yeah. on, on Todi's behalf. But I didn't understand yeah, any we, of the techno babble in this episode. It all just flew over my head. They it, had plans. It seems good.
1: It seems like they're trying to like use some extra energy from the warp drive to like propel themselves away using the the Ferengis. So so the thing, is, but the, the thing is, they have no idea what they're dealing with. So no. it's like. How do you even? They're just trying shit at this point. They're just like, okay, we'll pin our hopes on this one thing, and yeah. yeah, they they try and do it. So yeah,
0: they put know. it into they put it into action. Riker comes back up and explains the plan, and again, I just didn't understand a word of it. Um, but Picard yeah. gets a chance to call the Ferengi and says, "I demand you return our energy converter." And Nothing then happens. Like, yeah, then they, <laughs> nothing happens, and he hits the button to do the warp uh, thing, and that doesn't work either. Yeah. And then yep, Data notices yep. that somebody's reading all the all the files and the memory banks of the ship.
1: Yep, yep. It's like, whoa! Well, and, and well, fuck. It's getting a bit. It's getting a bit freaky at this point. But yeah. but Councillor Troy points out that they're just looking. Nothing's happened. It could mm-hmm. just be the way that they're like. She's she's all for diplomacy at this point, which is. I mean, I feel like Picard would be too, because that's Picard's character. But um, I mean, he kind of has, the, been. you know the bold diplomat but he has sure. been he hasn't i mean apart from the demanding to return the <laughs> the thing that they need and then leaving uh he's been pretty chill
0: so well, he's laying out his terms he's like hey this is the thing we want give it to us and we'll go away
1: yeah it's pretty it's um it's a uh, it's it's interesting it's an interesting mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh. um
0: but he does call yeah. for a conference from everyone. And he's like, hey, we don't know what our situation is. Everyone give advice. And other both Yara and Worf are like, attack! Use all her power to attack!
1: Team blow things up. Uh, yeah, not surprising. They're like, well, just, yeah, I'll just you know, shoot them with some uh, fucking... Um yeah, just shoot him with our guns and we'll just leave. Uh, yeah. And then he discards that, obviously, because he's Picard yeah. and <laughs> Wolf usually is only used to bounce off ideas off. Yeah, um, yeah and, Tro- and Troy is like, no, we should just be chill and, like, you know, try and keep we talking. Talk.
0: And and <laughs> um, talk. Picard does say, but they're not talking back to me. He's like, well, you haven't said anything they like to hear yet.
1: Yeah, exactly. This Troy, she got something. Right. Um, but
0: and yeah, then, we've then, got...
1: then Riker... Well, oh,
0: he asks, asks Raikou of opinion. He says, Raikou, you didn't give... Will, you didn't give your opinion. Um, mm. And is this when they quote Sun Tzu? I think it is.
1: I think so. Yeah, this, yeah. this is the place.
0: Yeah, they're talking about they how something. the only way to win is not play or something. Or you, a, a smart man, you know when to fight and when not to fight.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah so that's kind of all the alternative... Oh, all the available... Sort of alternatives they have, and and Picard's kind of just like, all right, well, um, I guess I, I, I guess will go and we'll, we'll present my terms. Yeah, we'll because surrender. I don't know yeah. what else to do. Yeah, he's like, this is a mild surrender on his behalf. Like, he's yeah. pretty much gone up to them, being like, well, you've won, sirs. Hat off to you, uh, furring yeah. guys.
0: I am um, <laughs> prepared to do whatever is required to resolve this situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but th- see, this is this is a moment where I, I didn't understand what was happening for a minute. Mm-hmm. But then I think if it had been, I don't know, done any differently, maybe it would have been too too over like too, yeah, too overt, maybe too yeah too obvious. So basically, um, after mo- like immediately, the, the the Ferengi like head kind of guy well, we, replies. Yeah, I get a um, response
0: from uh, Damon Tar of the Ferengi.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, and he says, <laughs> much to everybody else's surprise, he's basically like, Yes, okay, I'm on it. So, <laughs> so gravelly and awful. But basically, he's like, I'm ready to discuss, you know, my surrender. And everyone's like, What the fuck is going mm-hmm. on? And then it's Oh, like, that's right.
0: Uncondi- everybody.
1: We, we yeah, will surrender, but not surrender. unconditionally.
0: Death before yes, dishonor. Yes.
1: Death before dishonor. Um, and then. He basically Picard turns off like the thing for a little bit, and it's like everybody, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, shit's gone down, and so we figure out that like they're in this the Ferengi are in the same position as the Enterprise, like they're basically yeah. stuck. Um, but they, they all kind of come to that conclusion.
0: But the, obviously the Ferengi uh. haven't realized that's what the, they assume that the Enterprise yeah. is to them. Yeah. And I love that Picard goes back on like halfway through a sentence, as though yeah. he's been talking this whole time
1: yes i love that little thing too because it's 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 really it's clever and you don't see that very often like oh i haven't seen that done in any other latest star trek mm. <laughs> star trek episode where where he's and he, he's like messing with them he's like uh, yeah so um you need to surrender unconditionally guys and they're like the are like oh we missed half of that but um okay well, yeah, we'll surrender just tell us what to do and then Picard's like yeah oh, just give well, us a minute a,
0: it's <laughs> it's a li- yeah it's pretty much like that but there's that moment as well they're like quick scan for the source of the beam don't let them know what's happening but yeah. he comes back they're and to- he uses the exam he's like oh well if we're having problems connecting maybe we should just actually do a face-to-face visual contact meeting so we know yeah. when we're-, we're shorting out
1: Mm, mm. and the Ferengi are against it because that's not usually what they do they don't like face-to-face stuff it's against they, custom they it's against custom yeah
0: but, but um, because like no it's Starfleet regulations that we have to accept a surrender visually it's it uh, felt very much like can we cam can we like can we do a skype meeting yeah. can we
1: we do a, can, I can I see Zuri? you where are you you know on the, are you sitting on the toilet right now like what's going on are you, in, are you in your bathroom are you in your underwear? <laughs> like, come on! I need to, it's like very much like your manager from work being like, um, I would just really like to have visual confirmation. <laughs> if you, you could turn your camera turn off, and your... I'm a bit
0: concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the office today?
1: It's very much that vibe for sure. And I can't remember if this is when well, this is what do they, do they do they do they have visual confirmation first they or, do. or do
0: they do that later? Um, okay, cool. gets to be get grumpy. It's like extreme fine. close up. Extreme close up of the <laughs> frame. This is we'll it's describe what he looks like. We'll describe what the frame looks yeah. like. Yeah. So I mean, we yeah. It is yeah, the size of their head. I feel is a good mm. description. Um, all the way up the size of the head. They've got. They don't have forehead. Or they do have forehead bulges. I guess, but then they've got nose ridges. They have,
1: unlike, they've got uh, nose ridges, which is a yeah. thing. The I think Bajorans have nose ridges too, but they don't have they do. the ears like these yeah. boys.
0: Um, Uh, and very pointy teeth
1: and very pointy teeth like little like yeah it's it's an interesting look for sure but i think all of the prosthetics and i guess makeup that they used were designed to make them like similar to the klingons like tried to make them as antagonistic and as alien as possible so they would be like the others and i think they were like kind of Meant to be the big, yeah, antagonist for this series and be um, like a real threat. The, the bad guys, the real threat. Yeah, the real scary, spooky threat. Um, but completely undermined really by this work. episode. Yep, It doesn't really work like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, because if, mm.
0: if you were putting them into oh. a D and D race, now I know this isn't going to be like a good, good. Um, I guess a good comparison. But where, hmm. what would you describe them as? Where would you put them in the, the traditional D D races?
1: Man, I don't know because some of these things are like also kind of racially coded. Like they I feel are. like in a lot of yeah because they are, and I feel like in a lot of sci fi, a lot of sci fi, and a lot of fantasy. Um, there's a lot of anti Semitism that kinda of comes sorry, anti yeah. anti Semitic um stereotypes that you see. Yeah. Um made around that same time period as I guess Star Trek and I yeah, like the original Star Trek and, and Star Wars. Um yeah. where you get like the Jawas and like And I guess Watto, Watto the, the character the, yeah. yeah who came.
0: <laughs> who There's came strong later. Watto vibes coming off the Ferengi, oh, unfortunately.
1: And it's exactly and it's not great. And you see these like these undesirable traits of like being greedy and having like super pronounced features mm. that are like consistently seen in these kind of negative stereotypes mm-hmm.
0: um it's so, not so. I, I see
1: i think no <laughs> i think you get that in dnd as well so like yeah. i mean so, i don't know it's
0: so we will not is what we're saying we won't
1: it's pretty problematic uh, so we won't be the, yeah. we won't add we'll just yeah. we'll just say they kind of they're kind of similar in some things to some ways to some degrees but yeah. but it's uh yeah look it's definitely a thing that on rewatching this episode I didn't realize it was as bad as it is and I think like we'll get into it but like I think Armin um, um, I was looking who plays one of the lead uh, Ferengi in this episode also regrets his decision to play the characters the way that they played or portrayed them um because they basically yeah, just went into like these crazy over exaggerated like animalistic almost like uh like characteristics like movements and stuff and it's just it's just really it's just really weird and it's it's, it's so yeah weird. i don't know it's it's, so it's very cringy but, i mean we uh, talked a lot about this yeah. last
0: episode with uh, maybe you think about implications of um of what you're doing mm. for D and D when you're creating a race, uh. But this is another example of it, in the most part. Um. But anyway, so Tuck. Yeah, t- exactly. Well, I do their their lang their speaking style is a little bit not racially coded, but it does have that little bit of that stereotypical style. But I do really enjoy the way the Frenchie talk.
1: It, it, like the Though I say who man
0: this great line is like the ugliness of the humans was not an exaggeration
1: yeah like they're like landing on thick that they do they not like the federation they're like man you guys suck and
0: <laughs> you suck and you're uh, ugly and you smell
1: fucking ugly and you smell and and the way that they like are so conflicting they're like i Mm. i mean because i mean i'm not sure if it happens right now but like a little bit later in the episode they start talking about how like what happened and the reasons that they're in this predicament and and yeah they're just so antagonistic and so looking for a fight and it's like i feel like it's a conversation similar to what you would have with someone who is like super right wing and trying yeah. to like discuss with them like that like oh no covid's an actual threat and it's serious and like donald trump is an asshole and they're like blah, blah, and i don't know it's just, it's just a uh, strong, Sp- strong spot on discussion um,
0: quote from a, a twitter thread is there
1: <laughs> spot on discussion quote
0: yes that's right uh, uh, no exactly. I think you're right because the world view of the staff of Starfleet and the world view of the Ferengi are completely not only are they completely opposite they are at odds that Starfleet yeah. is a world of it's post scarcity that no one has any want yeah. for anything and you can just kind of do things for your mental enjoyment that they're going yeah, out to explore kind of for the good of everyone yeah it's kind of yeah, it's a utopian yeah. society, and mm-hmm. Ferengi—they're the—they're mm-hmm. ultra-capitalistic. They're like, no, no, but I am the one that gets everything, and everyone. It's a zero-sum game for the Ferengi, for whereas the Starfleet people are always seeing it's for the good of the all. It's for one must suffer for the good of all, kind of. Well, yeah. not that, but look, that's right. The needs of the few, the weeds of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's definitely much that rec- very big mentality also um, having it be kind of that elitist. I, I don't know. I get that vibe later on in the episode where they're like, oh, we're better than this race. We won't mm. say it, but we are.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's and, great and, because and it, both it, sides believe that.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and you can see that really really clearly at the end. But yes. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of remember where we were.
0: Oh, oh, we'll get back to it. That I feel oh, is a okay. good way to really give character to your – your antagonists in D&D, remembering that their yeah. point of view is not only valid to them, but that is their point of view that they are going to be working towards at all times. And if someone gives them an opposite one, they're like, well, you're just wrong because my way is, yeah. it works for me.
1: Yeah, because you haven't thought of this or they, they just talk until they get the response that they want. Like it's, or yeah. well, not talk, but they just reason until they get the response that they want. They don't actually want to hear or cha- have their minds changed. Like it's, uh, a yeah. yeah, it's definitely like, much, yeah.
0: Damon Tarr's um, terms for surrender is that he will give back the energy converter and he will sacrifice the lives of his second officers. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
1: That's extreme.
0: Yeah. And Data's (laughs) even like, hey, really glad that that doesn't happen on our ship. (laughs) huh?"
1: I feel like Riker should be like hinting at that a little bit more because he's the second in command. But but he's 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 the first officer.
0: He's not a second officer.
1: Oh, wait. Riker? Riker? I thought yeah, Data Riker's was... first oh, officer he...
0: and Data and Geordie are second officers.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Goddamn. My bad. I yeah.
0: thought he meant second. the second in meant. No, no. It's second. Right, like junior officers, essentially. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. Picard says, you know what? We'll discuss it. We'll we'll discuss yeah. your terms of surrender. and We'll, go. And we'll have a chat. Uh, yeah. And they go they go to have a chat and Riker finds some children playing stuff in the observation lounge, which oh, is.
1: This is very funny because that doesn't usually happen does it like we don't, don't usually so. see kids just running amok
0: no um, uh, it was an odd moment I, I think it was just to remind everyone that there's more people on the ship than just just the crew
1: yeah and i guess it was a good i guess like instigator for data to get his hands on the chinese oh, that finger trap, which it. was just
0: yeah, the, laying the in puzzle.
1: the yeah that explains yep. that and i was the, wondering where it came so, from
0: because he just has it
1: yeah no these kids must have left it because it's just on the counter at some yeah. point so data just like and this is cute i feel like data season one is a lot more like fucking wild than data yeah. in later seasons like he he just gets away with so so much in these so early much. seasons like he's 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 fucking he's
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> he's playing with finger traps he's f- smoking he does like all of this crazy shit <laughs> that i feel like anybody else would be picked up on
0: in an okay. earlier episode, I was like, Data just seems to do everything and save the day all the time. And he like does stuff that everyone else isn't allowed to do. And I think this was where it came from in my brain, where uh, he was just like doing stuff in the middle of a meeting. I'm like, no, Data, pay attention. You don't get to do that. Yeah. You don't see Riker doing that. Exactly. That's yeah. the
1: thing, because Riker wouldn't be able to pay attention outside the finger trap. Data can't. Data, can. <laughs> Data gets yeah. finger traps and, and couldn't figure it out. So he, he gets distracted at that point. But I mean, he's a machine. He's probably listening and taking ultra notes. But uh, that's true. But anyway, I just. Well, I
0: he's just the one giving really the cute. presentation is the thing.
1: Yeah. And then so halfway through, they're like, oh, and then Jordy,
0: Jordy, helps I, him. Yeah,
1: Helps him and tries to fix him. Oh, it's so cute. I oh, love it. Wonderful. It's adorable.
0: Uh, but yeah. the reason they're giving it is that Data is giving a, a data dump, another one already, on the data planet dump. below. Uh, there's no life forms down there, but apparently it was once the there was a civilization like 600,000 years ago called the Takon.
1: Yeah, Takon. I like it. Takon Empire, yeah. uh, an ancient and powerful um, like space like federation or like equivalent to the Federation that is now. Um, yeah, 600,000 years ago, um, yeah. and it's extinct because their star went supernova. Um, yeah. But uh, so they, yeah, they. Uh, I think they launch a probe. Um, yeah, they launch a probe, and they are able to get. They get an
0: idea yeah. of where the force fields are coming from, which is from the planet.
1: Mm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. So apparently this out, this planet, like I think they were saying they're able to move planets around or something. So maybe this planet was an outpost for the Dakon.
1: Yeah. Wow. Isn't that Uh, cool? I love that. Like this world building that comes like behind about this, just one random little planet. It's just that they, like they already know so much about it. And this whole thing about like planets being able to move other planets. Like that's so cool. And I don't know. I love it.
0: Um, I love these ideas for D and D in particular, because so much of it is about going out like, classic fantasy, that pulp fantasy and just works for any RPG there's a bigger world from the past that you don't know about. Cthulhu does the same like you can do it Mm. for any sort of monster of the week or kids on bikes or something like that where many many years ago there was an ancient empire and you're going down into their ruins and discovering all this ancient tech and ancient magic and that idea is perfect because it really does build that element of people in the past were so much more powerful your adventures are on a kind of level but there's so many secrets out there to discover
1: yeah but that's what i love about sci-fi using that as well because you get sci-fi which is based i guess all you know looks more towards technology Mm. um and like sci-fi fantasy which looks more towards technology which which also already implicates that like people are ahead of the game like it or or they've got all of this like everything at their disposal to do whatever they want and then you get come across ruins of an even more ancient empire that it had even like w- w- was even further progressed it's like it's really cool that concept that, like things have happened before and it just i don't know i oh, oh, love it all oh. of
0: this has happened before and all of just this will kiss. happen again
1: exactly oh, yeah. so good but yeah that's what I, I i love seeing that here because you don't i mean it, it's 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 such a good I don't know. I, I don't really recall this happening that much. in oh, finding ancient civilization sure. Yeah. Uh, and like you know, running uh, a looking for you know old school technology and stuff. But like to this degree, where it's like you know six hundred thousand years in the past. Mm. And oh, I, uh, it's, I don't know. I think it's really cool. But yeah, uh, basically, awesome. there's a yeah, it's awesome. Oh, nerds, there's a there's mm-hmm. a uh the, they basically reveal so the the, the probe reveals that um, both ships are trapped because there's a force field emanating from the planet's surface and uh Picard's like we should chuck an away team down there um maybe we should team up with the Ferengi maybe we should actually yeah. let them know that we're not the ones <laughs> like pinning pinning them to the to the planet or yeah. whatever um, which um so when yeah. he
0: does go to contact them well power levels are super low and they're like well our shields aren't gonna last very much longer anyway uh and yeah. as soon as he calls the Ferengi like we know your ruse we did not yeah, appreciate you. your ruse uh, we withdraw fair, would throw our surrender.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but and like Picard's like, yes, fair. That's fair. I mean, I understand. Fair. But like, maybe we should work together just to, you know, find a way to send a joint team to the yeah. um, to the planet surface. And you know, Ferengi still suspicious as fuck, which is, I guess, kind of fair.
0: Yeah, uh, they did just lie to them.
1: Yeah, I mean. Hey, it it stands, it holds out. Um, well, this is when we get they... that
0: um that back and forth, and like the <laughs> argument starts about who who started it and who stole from whom, and
1: yes, yes.
0: Thing. Your alien images again shock us.
2: With regard to the surrender, Damontar, the facts are somewhat different. Our own probe has already shown us your trickery, human. We withdraw our surrender. Agreed. Perhaps you would agree to a more productive relationship. I prefer a more profitable one, human. Yankee Trader. Explain what means Yankee Traders. He heard that. It recognizes your interest in profit. Or is that an incorrect assumption? We seek only what is equitable. What did you seek? Why did you begin by attacking us? We did not attack you. We gave Chase in order to recover a Federation-owned energy device. Which Which we know is ours. Your barbarous Federation placed it on one of our planets. On the contrary, Gamma Tower Ford is recognized by all civilized members... The bring of the Federation. you are not uncivilized, human! Are you suggesting otherwise? All I'm saying is that you removed something which clearly did not belong to you. Are you now calling us thieves? On the contrary! I have no wish to discuss issues of property or of territory while our mutual problem remains. Like it or not, we are both trapped by this energy-draining force field from the planet. On that matter, there can be no argument.
1: Uh, it's so frustrating because I feel like the the yeah the actor who plays for like and the and the writing i feel like is is good to the point where like mm. you can feel the frustration with picard and like how annoyed he must be at like not getting to not getting to clearly state his reasons for yeah, things well, with the just yelling biting down his yeah there's in, a moment where he, really... he
0: says um they they say you put the energy converters on our planet. It's like well, every civilization know Every civilization in society knows. And yeah. It's like are you not calling us civil? Are you saying we're not civilized? And it's exactly. Like, oh, pick the just. It's so frustrating.
1: <laughs> it's like they, they do it perfectly too. They do it like, perfectly. Oh, yeah, it's, it's great it's so because that's an argument you can too. have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you get people who take personal offense because they want to take personal like not yeah. Sorry, that came across from, but you know what I mean? Like they'll they'll pick at a word and they'll just continue pushing it and it's like almost what you see in like debates, like you yeah. know, like people who just like a good debate and want to debate and this like character who's playing the Ferengi will just like uh, I just feel frustrated for Picard, well,
0: but it's yeah. a little bit of that misdirection. <laughs> it's that element of Rather than address your concern, I'm gonna pick up on your wording and attack exactly. your wording. And it yeah, it's constant in online debate. It's like Ferengi are the original internet trolls.
1: Like oh, before there was really
0: yeah. an internet. It's like the Ferengi are perfect to, to describe that.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For However, sure.
0: Picard does they eventually agree that maybe they should beam down and and work together and figure out what this is and kind of convince the the Ferengi that the profit of this because that's what they live off they live off this profit idea um, that the profit is everyone gets to live
1: exactly so seems like a good seems like a good deal <laughs> yeah uh, so so yeah so basically. Well, I, I, just going, back I just,
0: to, going back to, to dnd i love that idea of making the characters work with someone who's normally an enemy to solve a salute like solve a problem
1: yeah i do like that i really like that especially especially the way that this episode is kind of played out because initially mm-hmm. it's like oh they were the enemy and they're keeping us captive and we don't know why and they're not contacting us like why and then they figure out why and it's solely to do on the you know, you know player characters and like they discover that the you know the planet is keeping them captive and then they have to work with the uncommunicative aliens like it's yeah. it's cool it's a really cool sort of premise um, yeah for sure and for sure for sure
0: I feel a lot of the time with RPGs the response is to attack and to take the thing yeah mode. like it is all about combat and it's like well I'll beat them like let's say I don't know you've got to displace a displacer beast which is able to reach a high shelf and the party would be more like oh, okay cool so we'll we'll trick it into doing it and we'll you know attack it and force it or it's like you could talk to them you could work together yeah. for this and figure out what they need and work out a some sort of compromise and say well the displaced beast needs food so maybe you go hunt something for it and now it'll do what you want without even having to attack yeah. it
1: just any other like any other way of, of getting yeah getting it done without using combat like just just talking just like i feel like yeah, that's a, that's a really cool
0: I think thing it's, um, to kind of push for. <laughs> I think Patrick Rothfuss was talking about when he was introducing his, his child to, to Dungeons and & Dragons and oh. he took away all of the weapons. Like he didn't want to teach a child, you know, this is a violent game. I want to have. Mm. I don't want to give you guns, I don't want to give you knives, anything like that. So it was like, cool, so you've got the basic explorer's kit, you've got rope, you've got food, you've got things like that, but you're still encountering people, and they've still got problems. It's like, well, what do you do about it?
1: That's really and cool. And coming I up like with that. all these
0: great solutions when you don't have a weapon in hand is... Same thing happened in the game, was alien isolation, where you're not given a weapon to shoot the alien with, you just have to hide and try to figure out ways to distract it.
1: Wow, that's really cool. Mm. Yeah, I love those ideas because it definitely makes you think outside the box and definitely steers you away from any kind of violence. Um,
0: So I feel that this is 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 a a really good way of creating a fun, interesting adventure for an RPG where you remove that go-to option that they normally have.
1: Mm. Mm. Definitely makes you think outside the box. Yeah, Yeah, that's very cool. So this is definitely an episode like that where you get, you get having to work together with people you wouldn't initially have wanted to um which is very cool
0: yeah so yeah so yeah they um they decide that Riker's is going to beam down with warth and data and geordie and yar because that's the the usual away team it seems like or certainly the ones that they paid for this week
1: yeah Um. uh and it seems like the um the usual crew you know like i guess sans troy um, yeah well troy's gonna uh, stay but-
0: troy sensed a little bit of suspicion coming off the off yeah. the um, Ferengi. they were hiding Some- something
1: she doesn't know what well, no. well well
0: thanks troy that's useful great information <laughs> yeah. really helpful um <laughs> uh, but they <laughs> but do only like- have enough power for a one-way trip to the planet
1: they do they do and also um i, I guess now it's an overt risk they mm-hmm. they say out loud which they don't usually do before they go down to the planet they only usually find out after they get to the planet that they have a loss of communication and that there's no way to beam them back on board so it's nice for a change for them to know beforehand that they're going into a place you know with no communication and no beaming abilities so that's that's you know that's well, different that's new. I, think that's it's, new I think
0: it's I think it's data that's um, telling them all this. And Riker's like, yeah, I know just quit going on about it. He's like, like, shut up. He's so angry. They're so angry today.
1: They they were so calm last week. I know. And he's so not chill at the moment. Like that's wild. Uh, but yes, so they get onto the surface of the planet, um, and they—they're all split up. And yeah. this is where, I, yeah, it's like, oh, the. This is where I feel like the budget takes a big nosedive because. <laughs> yeah. It's it's definitely original series kind of quality. Oh, I think it's original like,
0: series set, honestly.
1: Oh my goodness! It's like it's like so jokey and and they've made got like these big crackling. Made out of styrofoam, like like crystals and like there's smoke like on the ground yeah. there's the, like the whitening smoke, effects of, um, of
0: flashing lights off stage
1: yeah yeah and big whooshing oh noises gosh. and and like some set like design like uh backgrounds oh, amazing can, can we Love point it? out when Beautiful.
0: um when Riker's wandering around looking for people and he goes to stand on a cliff edge and just yell out anybody yeah
1: so dramatic goddamn ryker oh no. calm down wow Any- they're probably, so like, 500 like feet from you. They're, like, not far.
0: But because they um, are. He wanders a little bit further and he finds Data. Yeah, <laughs> who's I know. Just, who's on top of a crystal, just kind of hanging out there. He's not stuck or he anything. Is... He's just standing on a crystal.
1: Yeah, I know. I swear, he's like a child. He literally climbs everything he gets, like, the chance to. Like, the fucking trees he's climbing and all the crystals. Like, he just he just wants to climb shit for the sake well, of it. And I, would then, like, thought, do I would have thought And then, like, do this big, impressive case. jump down. I would have thought Riker. that was
0: the case. But when Riker goes, what are you doing up there? He's like, oh, yeah, there was a malfunction with the transporter beam. I just ended up here. He didn't climb up there. He got up there, and he's been there for at least a good 20 minutes, and he's like, I'm just going to stay yeah.
1: here. Yeah, but what the hell? Why didn't he, like, make the – yeah, why didn't he just stay there? Why didn't he move around? Like – it's I it's not a big jump, but then he does it like this big cool jump, and Racco like almost looks depressed. He's like, oh, <laughs> it's just a little I, jump. Anyway, it's, oh it's really cute, but I, I I don't know. I like I love Data. This episode, you can't tell me, you can't yeah. tell me nothing. Data's cute. <laughs> he's Data is good in this episode.
0: He's, he's in Chris a different episode a entirely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, just having
0: his own. Um, they also um, find well, they they're investigating the crystals, and they're like yes. they're inert. It's like okay, cool, they're crystals. Um, but you, they Dana. find they find Geordi upside down, I'm not quite sure what he's yeah. hanging from. But I know said, we don't
1: see, we never see his feet. We just see his like torso hanging upside down, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I just ended up here." And well, he guys, said that he oh, materialized
0: what? above the planet, like uh, a ways above the planet, and he fell. I'm like, "How is he alive?"
1: Jesus. Yeah, fucking hell! Molly, Molly, he'd be, uh, he'd be, he's lucky to have gotten whatever he got stuck on his feet. Yeah, on his
0: feet. And how did he get um, stuck there? But his feet didn't. Or well, the other way know, around. Like, I assume
1: they didn't have. Um, yeah, I assume they so didn't have the budget for like crystalline trees that like hung in a way for his yeah. feet to hang off of safely. Aye, yeah. Aye. But um. Uh,
0: but then but yes, they spot the Ferengi.
1: So, oh, and fucking Ferengi are there, teamed with their energy whips, whipping people. <laughs> with oh, the pool <laughs>
0: Yeah, the weird pool noodles. The
1: foam pool noodles yeah. <laughs> full of energy.
0: It's probably the kindest and, thing you can describe uh, them as.
1: Yeah, they're just weird. Everyone, just imagine a pool, ne- a pool noodle, but like a yeah. skinny one, and it's more floppy, and, the, and then covered in aluminium foil. And they're,
0: mm-hmm. they're like, blue aluminium foil. Uh, then
1: blue aluminium foil, and then like special effects go blue, and then yeah. they, they all get electrocuted. Um, yeah, everyone falls yes, down. Everyone falls down. Everyone, it, including Wolf. They drag Wolf in um, unconscious. Riker's yes. trying. Riker's trying his hardest, but not even his strong manliness can help him in this. <laughs> Save him from the electricity whips. Um, oh, no. Well, so we, yeah, we get, so a, I think-
0: we get a quick flashback oh. to the stakes yes. on the ship. Where, yeah, um, it's
1: getting bad. It's getting critical. Yeah,
0: because power is getting drained entirely. Yeah. Reserve power is gone as well. And they're basically, they're on life support only. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. starting to get cold and they'll die well before it reaches a temperature outside. So everyone's going to die. Yeah, shit.
1: Everybody's going to die like from, from cold. I feel like, though, because, uh, okay, so they've, someone's, I forget who it is. I think it's Bev. Um, Bev yeah. says all of the energy has been diverted to the family decks to extend, you know, their yeah. survival on just that deck. So everyone's, like, you know, huddling to the deck. I, I distinctly remember seeing Picard wear, yeah. like, a formal uniform with a jacket on many occasions. Why has he not gone and <laughs> gotten that jacket? And why is no one else rugged up to the nines. Like I feel like people are just like showing that they're cold.
0: Yeah, but But that's kind of it.
1: Yeah, but I'm sure there's something, you know, they got civilian clothes. They could uh they could find a little something warmer than a blanket. Yeah, maybe and then like and then like oh also we get the most depressing like like Beverly being discussing whether or not she should give her son Wesley a sedative to mm-hmm. knock him out so he can die in peace. Like, yeah. the fuck? This is too soon, everyone. Too soon that to, like, was, come that out. That was
0: tough. I mean, <laughs> and Picard's even like, even no, there? he should die awake like a man.
1: Yeah, Jesus. Oh, my God. Way to be, like, the, the worst time to be, <laughs> like, macho about this shit. Picard, why are you doing this now? What is going on?
0: I um, didn't realize initially that that's what they were suggesting um i hadn't realized it was that serious probably because i wasn't really caring about what was going on in the ship i wanted to see more stuff on the planet but when she said i considered giving wes a sedative i'm like just because he's wesley you need him to calm down sometimes wesley just occasionally
1: needs a sedative when he gets too like you know freaked out when he starts going about
0: his tractor beams and like really excited about being sitting in the con i'm like wes it's time for your sedative buddy
1: oh my god like she does this on the regular like she just needs to go and have like a glass of wine somewhere and she's just like i'll just like 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 a sedative to shut him up oh my god beverly worst mother of the year award what the fuck woman and now she's thinking of killing her son oh oh my god yes yeah hand cannon but um but yeah picard's being so macho and shitty about this and she's like it's a male perspective it's like oh my god
0: I didn't even register that either because I was like, Yeah, he probably should. He probably does want to die awake. He doesn't want to just sleep and disappear from the people he loves. He wants to be with them. Yeah, but yeah. I, I guess that's a male perspective. So
1: I guess, I man, guess. why? Because simply because I don't know. It's just I ah, sad, it's not still sexist and title. Well, but weird
0: because he's French, apparently.
1: No, wee wee. I know all French people want to not die frozen in in
0: the frozen space yeah they want to stay awake in the space yeah
1: Yeah.
0: okay back to the ferengi
1: yes the real ship yeah the real
0: the real point of this episode is down on the planet
1: (laughs) and what's Uh, happening
0: yeah and the ferengi they've got the plan they say this won't break our deal because we'll just say that the the humans plan to ambush us and they'll be dead so it won't matter no one will or oh, I think they even say it'll be their word against ours and way more trustworthy, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're basically trying to frame it as, like, we found the Enterprise crew down here and they attacked us and we yeah. just left because we're good and or, like, you know, good civilians, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, well, but meanwhile, one of them is try- <laughs> trying to steal Riker's combat because that's he wants right. to know if it has gold in it. And it tastes uh... like gold. <laughs> Oh my god! It's oh so my god. bad. Sorry. It's Sorry. not. It's not just, great. Oh.
0: Um, but they're also Christ. the the fact that they've got these giant ears is then affected affected when they're the lightning, you know, strikes.
1: Oh yeah, because the lightning strikes and it makes a really loud noise, and they don't love that they're like freaking no. out because they have very acute sense of hearing actually they mentioned that in I think a, an earlier scene when majority yeah. whispers something to data um, while they're talking over the uh, over the uh, video conference call mm. zoom chat and and the leader of the uh, Frankie is, is like what the fuck and he heard so it's they've, they've kind of established that which is, is nice yeah, I mean it's nice. Kinda, in terms of but, writing it's okay They did that unfortunately yeah. the
0: way it's set up it does seem like they're just affected by strobe lights
1: yeah it does and then like i kind of twitching and acting really weird and like freaking out yeah. about these lights um
0: it's like oh no yes, special, special effects. effects oh special effects oh
1: but yeah eventually so it's it's actually good because while they're you know strobing out on the floor freaking yeah. out um they use the, the opportunity crew, to attack yeah the enterprise actually they, sorry, enterprise crew can wake up and, and get the, Get their shit together, uh, and then Worf attacks. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> Worf attack
1: and and fucking finally, Yar comes back. So Yar's yeah. been like,
0: I'm gonna point out the Enterprise the crew lose to the Ferengi. It's like they four do. members of the They're, Enterprise no. crew, which includes Worf. Hold up,
1: the Enterprise crew without Tasha Yar loses without. I know that's that's <laughs> what I'm Ferengi. saying. Okay. Worf so and Data. She brings the game.
0: They lose, yeah. and Yar is the one that saves them. Like yes, that, like that tracks for me. I like think this is
1: yeah maybe a little bit of a of a up until this point. I'm like okay, that's nice. That's a good kind of like you know token of of, of maybe something a little less sexist from the, you know maybe maybe making up for the last episode a little bit maybe Tiny little bit. Um, mm. But then. But then we get the Frankie instantly, like showing their surprise that mm-hmm. the humans work with their females and that they mm-hmm. keep them clothed, and that that is fucked up and preserved, perverse. And it's that, super
0: um, How could it's you? Super...
1: And did they also tell, say that she's sexy? I don't know. I'm just assuming. I don't think, they No, they they actually seem quite because... disgusted
0: by it. They're not like in okay, into. Unlike um, the Lagonians last yeah. time, they're like, no, that's that's weird. Your female is wearing clothes, and I am really creeped out and grossed by that.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's a change. Oh, that's, that's, a that's, a, sex, that's a nice. Touch. That's, yeah, okay. they, they that's a nice touch. Yeah. That's a nice touch.
0: That's different. Yeah, it's it's a good it's the good sexism. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, hey, hey. it's a yeah. different it's a different kind of sexism. It's the better kind. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, I I, it, my yeah. notes
0: here are just the Ferengi shenanigans, and I think that means when they try to distract Yar, like they do this little like oh. switcheroo, like they're playing three card yeah. monty or something, and like you don't know which one of us is here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and we're trying to oh. escape
0: by like oh. jumping around
1: oh and they're just jumping and acting like weird yeah they're just jumping and acting like chaotic and crazy and like like strange and then stashia's just like back off you little bastard or something <laughs> i yeah. can't remember what she said she's just basically just like fuck off get away oh. well, she's she set
0: yeah. the faces <sighs> to stun and tries like you know what we're just gonna shoot them we're just gonna shoot them but when they fire the all the shots just kind of zoom around and fly to the to the crystals
1: yeah. And and she's and it's it's real confusing, but the same thing happens to the Ferengi when they Yeah because the Ferengi see that they fucked up and they're like, haha and then they try and like whip him again with their noodles, electricity noodles, and um and yeah, the same thing happens. All the electricity from the noodles gets sucked into the crystals. So yeah. that's a thing that's happening.
0: Um and, uh, data's like, Well, oh, they must be power collectors. It's like sure. Mm. Sure. The about this point is when my brain and my level of um, investment in the show switched off. And I was like, yeah, sure. sure. Why cool. not? Cool. Why not? Sure.
1: Yeah. I think I switched off a little bit earlier, but, um, <laughs> but it's getting up, it's getting up to the bit where suddenly, um, suddenly a ghost. And it's yeah. Suddenly a ghost. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I think I remember anyway, it was suddenly the, uh, the guardian of the, what was it? Oh no, it's the, the portal. The...
0: He is in fact named the as portal. <gasps>
1: Oh yeah okay but he's basically a guardian right he just kind yeah. of like is hanging out on this planet uh portal 63 or 63 um, 763 something 767 seven, something and he's the guardian of the Takon Empire and he he declares yeah. that he's he's there well, and he's doing he's, his thing
0: he's like um like who 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 meets the challenge yes, and, and um yes one of the friends he's like yes. Racket does Racket does <laughs> no, Rake, no, no.
1: He Riker's trying to like communicate with him and be like, uh oh, um, I'm just we're not making a challenge. This is just, you know, we're just here, just so you know, I think your civilization died out. He's trying to explain the situation. Yeah, like
0: yeah have been asleep the, for the a long time. Like, who, who, petitions, who petitions to enter yeah. it and Riker's like, um oh no, he takes a humanoid film first so he can wander around the set.
1: Yeah, and he looks like this old Oh man, the makeup again. Why don't they oh just get old people to play old people? Why don't they I just don't... get why? Do, why do they try to make young people look like shiny, plastic, melty versions of, of themselves? Yeah. It's real strange. This it's old odd. man appears with this cool stuff, like super cool, yeah. like real, real big and shit.
0: Yeah, um, and then Reich is and he- trying to explain to him like <laughs> it's been six hundred thousand years since the takana Empire yeah. was a thing, and Data yeah. actually goes through like it's been this long and this long. It's like it's not the Age of Macdos. It's the- or it's been mm. the age of MACDOS, which happened like centuries before you were around.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then and then he's like the Guardians, like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like that doesn't make any sense. Like, fuck it could you, never I happen. In the age of Macintosh. Uh, <laughs> it couldn't have happened. And then and immediately the Ferengi are like, "No, no, no, wait, we, wait, you, we're on your side. We're making a petition. We'll, we'll take the challenge. Um, um, it's or something. Like they're just trying to like." Strike a friendship up with this dude, and yeah. um, and asking for control back of their ship. Like immediately, they're on yeah. the like on the attack of where you know we'll destroy the Enterprise because they suck and they're barbarians. And they're looting this place.
0: They're here to loot the. They're empire.
1: looting you. Yeah, immediately throw them under the, the bus. City. Oh, yeah, and yeah, immediately acting the asshole, but still jumping around being you know complete dick. Weird as fuck. Um, and they're trying to prove that the humans, are like the Federation of fucks because that. And, and one of their reasons is that they allow females to wear clothing. That's mm-hmm. a proof of their insanity. Oh, it's just so silly. It's just so silly. It's just that immediate uh,
0: assumption that the Takan will be on their side because they're the ones saying it. And Riker is just like,
1: in a, a he's
0: like, yeah, <laughs> we did do some of that stuff. Those are things that we do. He's like not hiding anything. He's admitting, yeah, we've yeah. done those <laughs> things.
1: And even Data comes straight up and it says like, oh, yeah, we've... um we've 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 straight up like ignored people asking for help sometimes because it goes against our prime directives and like data yeah. even comes up and it's just like uh it's very funny i, I yeah, love Riker that the, the like, portal
0: has just no expression like a completely blank almost bored expression i'm like yeah yeah i feel your portal i feel you strongly right now <laughs> <laughs> <What> <laughs> like i'm happening. over i'm over this scene i just i just don't care
1: this poor guy has been asleep for like hundreds of thousands of years and he gets woken to like <laughs> this, there's, there's a Riker guy and these little like alien dudes jumping up and down. Alien freaking out and Alien gerbils. Oh my God. And like yelling at him and telling them that they're bad and that they're like destroying the planet and stuff. But basically, yeah. So Riker is just like cool. Um, and Riker is challenged. Uh, Yeah, the portal says,
0: you're all barbarians. I challenge you, Will Riker.
1: Riker, yes, but he knows his name. And Riker's like, how did you know my name, portal? And he Uh knows Sun Tzu.
0: As well, he yes. The the quote back at here
1: uh, is the true enemy, the only enemy. Yes. Yeah, so like so that. when
0: when yeah. the portal attacks it, like he does his like flippy thing with the blade, with his glaive. <gasps> this
1: this flippy thing. This, uh, if anybody wants to go watch it, you should stop right now and go watch this flippy mm-hmm. thing. My goodness, it is. If not the best, no, I'm kidding. This is very sarcastic. It was awful. It was basically this so dude. It was like sped up. It was like this this. Sp- Why don't they just get stunned people to do these know. moves? Because they'd be so much better. This guy's just flipping the, the spear, and it's supposed to be this really cool, like intricate like flip spear, but it's just like this guy flipping in slow motion, and they've sped it up to make it look... Mm-hmm. It's bad. <laughs> it's so I
0: didn't bad. even notice that they'd sped it up. I just wasn't paying attention. I just I it's knew what was going to happen. Bad. He was going to swing at Riker, and it was going to stop before <laughs> it hit him, and Riker wasn't even going to flinch.
1: Exactly, because Riker's dope Riker's and doesn't badass. pull that kind of... He's badass, that's poor, that kind of shit. Um, and, yeah, so, yeah, so the portal is impressed by this. Uh, yeah, apparently. Even though Riker's ear almost gets, like, flicked off.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and he's pleased that Riker's, like, you know, pretty chill. Um, yeah, and he's like, let's
0: and, let's talk. And, I'm going to be your friend now. I'm going to talk to you about yeah, some zoo. you
1: passed the test. <laughs> Tell me about Earth history. Um and then, and immediately releases the Enterprise because is like, please release my ship because they're basically dying. Like they're yeah. dying up there. They're like in the, in the death throes of sleepy time, sleepy it's time coldness.
0: Literally <laughs> just in time. Like yeah, um, Beverly's funky. like Jean. It's just in time. And like yeah. touches his face. I'm like, you just sitting.
1: But not Jean-Luc. What no. the, f- why doesn't he call it? Why doesn't she call him Jean-Luc? That never happens.
0: Never, never happens. I've never heard her
1: say that before. She just goes, Jean. And it's like what (laughs) that's not his name she's trying it out she's trying it out uh yeah but it's weird and i don't like it but well that's why she never does it again i'm
0: gonna play that everyone was just kind of lying down and then they just kind of sit up and go oh cool we got power back let's go about our job i was
1: just gonna say it's like it's like nobody looks frozen at all they're just sort of Mm -hmm. like imagine everybody's just woken up from a, a casual nap it's like (laughs) <laughs> oh we God. just had a little cash cash nap on the consoles and we've woken up and oh look everybody's not cold anymore but uh but yeah and, and it's hey it's another excuse for, for Bev to touch um Picard's face yes uh, and the more excuses to the check. better you know, that,
0: honestly Ex-
1: I, hey I, I know hey I'm with her on this one any, any, excuse, any excuse you can get mm-hmm. we gotta touch that face touch that bald bald head
0: um, <laughs> I gotta point out my notes just say yay everyone alive In very small writing.
1: Yay. Yay. It's
0: not even a happy thing. It's like, yeah, everybody lives. I I did not expect that. And here's where I kind of get frustrated again, that Riker and the portal are just kind of wandering around on the planet and talking and the Ferengi keep coming up and being like, well, what about us? What about us? And they're talking about the Ferengi as though they're not there. Yeah. They're like, well, maybe someday they will reach the levels. Oh, it's so fucking frustrating.
1: It's so frustrating. It's so weird, too, because it is super elitist. They're basically talking about the as if they're not there and being super patronizing. And for, I mean, I get the Ferengi are acting like literal uh, animals or something yeah. at this point. Like, that's the direction that they've been giving, like, given, like, act like feral monkey gerbils, jump up and down and be crazy. And they are. They're doing a great job. But, like... I mean, yeah, the portal and Riker are just walking casually, strolling by, looking at them, talking about them as if they're not there, and saying things like, "Oh, they'll uh, what if they what if they never learn?" Riker and Riker is like, "Well, maybe they'll get the possibility to change." And
0: Portal's and like, "That's a very ooh, of you. that's very wise ooh. of you, young white human." Ugh, I, hate it. I hate it. It, <laughs> it bugs me so because the Ferengi don't seem to notice. That that's what's being said about them, and when we saw yeah. how personally Damon Tarr took even the slightest, slightest insult. element of insult, and these three were yeah, just like, "No, why can't yeah. I can't even hear you talking."
1: He was intelligent enough to take that, um, like, yeah, take that as an insult, and like at the time, yeah. and now you, they're just not even listening, like, yeah. and they've got amazing hearing amazing as well. Hearing. Like, it's very yeah. weird. It's so weird. Anyway, it feels. That's how it is. It that's it.
0: it, it it's, I don't like it. It feels bad. I don't like it. It feels bad.
1: <laughs> I don't like it. We don't like it, Jeremy. Jeremy doesn't no. like it. I don't like it. None of us like it. It's bad. I mean, bad there,
0: there's one more scene, <laughs> thankfully.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's, uh, how, or, sorry. That's how, how the portal goes away. The, yeah, the portal, the portal, portal basically is like, I'm going back to
0: sleep. The portal's j- like, I'm going to, back to sleep. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, gonna go sleep back. I, I have phenomenal powers that years. can do so many things and have so much knowledge, but I'm just going to sleep on my on my planet and not do anything. It's like, what purpose do you have? Do you? Will I see you again? maybe
1: no. never never maybe someday what's a fucking tiktok oh i love
0: it i don't know <laughs> um, it's the stupidest deus machina stupidest uh there is one more scene where they get back on the planet and it's like yes. hey i'll go to the planet on the ship and they're like hooray everyone's better and um i think data's still playing with the the finger trap and he gives it to geordie who then gets it trapped on himself um, but they've got the energy <laughs> yeah. converter back, and everything's fine. And Riker's like, maybe, we'll se- maybe we'll send some of those finger puzzles over to the the Ferengi.
1: No, so, you cheeky boy, cheeky oh, cheeky
0: Riker. Oh, Riker, you scamp!
1: <laughs> oh, you little silly Billy. Oh, uh, fucking Ugh, anyway, it, it hurts. That's, uh, it hurts. It does. I it's but like that's it. the thing. This this kind of corniness like doesn't affect me as much as like. As some of the, the more general over like plot points of, of this episode. Like I, I don't yeah. mind the corny silliness because that's what you get from like watching shows that were sort of written in the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. You get that like, awkward funny silly kind of like stuff and i i I live for that shit i live for the Uh, finger traps and data being adorable i live for that that's that's mm, my bread and butter i I adore it but i hate just the general like i don't know elitism and mm,
0: like i think it's the combination uh, for me the combination of the elitism where it's like ho ho, we know so much better daddy knows best sort of thing combination with the corny
1: Yep. and like yeah, I can take yeah, one or fair. the other
0: like I can be really frustrated about the about the elitism or I can roll my eyes and cringe at the corny but it's like well that's just the way it was in the 80s when you get both at once I just want to uh, I just want to turn it off so
1: please, please <laughs> well, avoid
0: corniness um, that's, avoid that's elitism. the end the
1: episode yeah you can turn it I off d- now because it's done It's
0: it. all that happens here's, here's my problem Oof. with the corniness like here's my problem yeah. with major problem with the coin is, of, cringe not in the cringe. It's like ho ho, we're sending them the Chinese finger puzzles or sending them the finger traps. Not ten minutes earlier, Beverly was talking about murdering her son, yeah, so he didn't <laughs> suffer. <laughs> yeah, like and we from one
1: extreme. Yeah, it's definitely it's yeah. Look, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's out of out of place because it is. There's definitely episodes. That fit this kind of cringe better than episodes like this like it kind of doesn't belong it's like it's like the weird shaving scene and the joke scene and yeah. in, in code of honor in the last episode like it's just kind of weird like kind of i think that's where they find their stride in later seasons where they have episodes dedicated to slice of life and yeah. maybe there's like a sub plot going on with like i don't know a bigger thing but it's not really you know super stressful it's just sort of like a minor inconvenience or something's mm. happening but i think they find their stride in finding life of slice of life episodes where you get to see you know more about the character's like personal life or more about a character's like you know personal issues or something and you get yeah. moments like that which is like oh you're cheeky that's funny oh, finger I think but <laughs>
0: that's um something that came through in the yeah. 80s where there was a lot more character drama through the 80s mm. and that wasn't present when it was a show in the 60s 60s were a much more situational like silly shenanigans and yeah. that also oh, certainly certain ideas and this was a 60s mm. show this was a 60s episode with the 80s characters
1: mm, mm. yes yes so i think that comes through a little bit weirdly yeah. like you get that but yeah it's it's yeah it's really weird but um but yeah. Okay. So, so favorite part of the favorite part of the episode is when I get to hear what you tell me and, and think is the,
0: best, I was gonna the say, best player
1: character. My and then my favorite part of that episode decisions. was
0: when it ended. <laughs> 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 um but the the part where we choose True. a player character. I'm torn yes. on this one, honestly. I was I my my initial thought was the portal because I do oh. like the um I do like the godlike being who is just not impressed with the party at all. Is like, I'm just yeah. going to do my thing. I've got my powers and my responsibilities and you're all the way over there and you're kind of interrupting my morning. But I am all, mm. also tempted to that while not an enjoyable character as an NPC and an antagonist, Damon Tarr is particularly ah. good. Because if you really want to frustrate players, you act at NPC like Damon Tarr. Mm, with just taking yeah. offense at slight things and being that yes. of getting offended at at small words,
1: and so confrontational and yeah. and frustrating to work with. Yeah, I think if that can be pulled off in that in a similar way, like yeah, that him he is an NPC would be brilliant or a character like that uh, as an NPC because you don't yeah. want to be. You don't want to be, you want to have some, like, a goal, a mutual goal that, like, the characters and the NPC both need, need or, like, need to get from each other. Like, you need something that they have to, makes them have to work together. Like, they can't just dismiss this character. So I think having something in this similar situation where they're both stuck and, they, and like you're both stuck in a, in a similar spot and you need to work together, still having the confrontation come through in the, char- in, in the NPC and, and play it as like really frustrating to work with would be really, really fun.
0: I would honestly <laughs> like, see um, it'd be really frustrating for the characters to have to continue to work with that NPC, but he's also a really good one to just hit buttons in general because of yeah. him being so almost one-dimensional. Whatever you need him for, he is going to, whatever you need the characters to do, he is going to be allowing, allow it. Like if you need to start a fight, Damon Tarr, he can start a fight Mm. with the party really quickly because he will piss them off and they will want to go to, to that immediately. If you want them to have to deal with this frustrating person, he's there for it. Like Mm -hmm. he will push the buttons of the party very quickly.
1: But but I think also having that sub-level of, like, you don't want to piss him off too much. You need yeah. to work together somehow. You need to find, like, a, a way to, to resolve an issue. Like, I feel like having that as, like, the primary um, the primary sort of uh, thing that drives the party is really cool. So having, like, a challenge and then having this character be a part of that challenge, but also being really confrontational is really mm. fun. And um, I think
0: also making his point of view so very different from the parties.
1: Yeah, exactly. And just being complete opposite on some like as diplomatic as Picard is, uh yeah. Damon Tar is confrontational and yeah, it's 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 very cool. I do I do like that's it a lot. Oh, I don't well, know who, who I would do. <laughs> I don't even think do you, I did one for the last episode. I think I lucked out. I think I skipped.
0: Um, no, no I didn't know um, hold you on. Picked the spike glove. I
1: think that's right, I picked the glove. It was a fun time. You can I just pick Damon Tar
0: as well. It doesn't have to be different for mine. <sighs>
1: I could pick the crystals. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'll pick the energy webs this time. No, 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 no. I will. Oh, I don't know. Damon is really good. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess also though for the NPC, I, I will pick the portal just because I, mm-hmm. I, I like you said before that was your first choice, and I think, I think, um, I think he's a cool character for the players to engage with, and I think you could play him, uh, in a similar or maybe, I don't know, maybe in a different way from the way that he was, the Portal 613 or whatever was played in in this one, maybe a little bit more, um,
0: I don't know, uh,
1: relatable maybe? Yeah,
0: or, or he's a little, like a, little a little stand-off. He's a little bit, well, elitist yeah. is what we said before, but he yeah, is. Elitist. And yeah, elitist. Condescending too, actually.
1: He's condescending and, and patronising, you're right. I think maybe making him a little bit more relatable to the characters would be nice, but also maybe I love this idea of having like this ancient um intelligence that uh might be asleep maybe just coming to be awake but for for reasons maybe the characters could have some influence on or or be a part of and like because it's still not really it's still not really made known what the portal's reasons were for holding the ships or if he was just asleep and he needed to and that was just like the right of the trial, kind of like I think that they ships got stuck and then they came down onto the planet and tried to like win the challenge or something, or, or yeah, I don't know. Again, it it's made really, no
0: sense. That was another problem. I it's not really
1: explained, yeah. So, I think having happened. something yeah i think having something more like there's a planet and you know similarly it sucks ships into its orbit and then slowly drains its power um but we don't find out until you go down to the planet and you meet this you know sleeping um intelligence that Mm. it was sucking the power unconsciously because that's you know maybe one of its like um uh you know not, what's the things when bears go, hibernation kind of yeah. like states where it just sucks energy as, as they come by from, I don't know,
0: meteoroids. Yeah, that it's, um, that it's getting, just granting energy and it's like, I've been asleep for 600,000 years because that's how long it's going to take to build up ambient energy to wake up yeah. again. And they're having uh, ships there. Yes. It's like, cool, board.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, their, their intelligence or their civilization would have known not to fly ships that close but like because it's so many years in the future they haven't been able to get the word out or something yeah Yeah. well I don't know any anything to do with the character I mean the character of the portal not intelligently knowing that they're damaging the other ships or if or or something like i feel like that could have been and not being such an elitist asshole who has weird like skin saggy makeup uh with cool stuff shit going on but yeah i
0: don't know i I also like that idea of that the portal has all this amazing amount of knowledge and power apparently but he's like i'm gonna go back to sleep yeah i get a nap (laughs) you can come talk to me again if you want but i'm just gonna i'm gonna shut down for a while He's not interested yeah. in exploring the world away, like outside his little sphere of influence. He's just like, my empire's gone. I'm just gonna just chill. I love That's it. Just, I think it's very cool. Yeah. It's great. It's great.
1: I think. I think for my player character, I'll probably pick Wesley. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the I, sir I not appearing in this episode. <laughs>
1: sir not around but apparently willing to oh probably freezing cold in some part of the ship i don't know yeah. he's just not there i don't know why yeah. he's not there that's weird
0: because um, they didn't have um we'll Wheaton for that week
1: yeah probably maybe he was honestly in the, at school
0: yeah it's probably like well we can only work him uh, so many hours because he's a child so we'll just write a line about how he's not here rather than
1: <laughs> we can only work Wheaton on the weekends I right. can't work him any other day. He's a child. Oh. All right.
0: But yeah. So oh, yeah. that is our episode okay. of The Last Outpost. Join us next week. We did to... it. We did. Woo-hoo. We got through. We got we through two it. of the tougher ones. That's, that's oh. two weeks oh, ago yeah. where there have been tough ones. Um, it's been next...
1: a chal- Yeah, it's been it interesting.
0: <laughs> next week we're talking about episode five where no one has gone before. Um, which I've been told. I remember is a, that one. I don't. I'm interested. I've been told no. it's a good episode, so let's. let's uh, see yeah. Became.
1: Okay. Mm. I'm excited. I yeah. I can't remember it at all. So that'll be fun. Um, awesome. Awesome. Awesome.
0: If you are interested in listening, um, thank you. That'll be great. We love it when people listen. Uh, yeah. subscribe. We love wherever. you listening. Listening. We in. do. We do. Sorry. Tell your friends. Yeah. We do. Tell oh. your friends and tell oh. them subscribe tell wherever podcasts are found, uh, because tell that's where we are. Tell your mum. Tell, your, tell friends, your dad. Tell your, tell your
1: grandma. grandma. Tell anybody, really. Tell, Tell your dog. the portal. Tell the, po- Tell the dog. <laughs>
0: Tell- <laughs> Tell- <laughs> the portal already has all the information about it, a podcast, I'm just, sure. Just
1: whisper it gently into a Ferengi's ear um, <laughs> as you nuzzle their lobes <laughs> which comes in in later seasons. I'm uh, sure it does.
0: It- <laughs> if you would like to share uh, your Ferengi fanfic with us, uh, you can email us at dndntv at gmail.com. No, that's not right. D-N-D-N-T-V-P-O-D at gmail.com. Uh, D-N-D-N-T-V-P-O-D with an ad at the front is Instagram Ooh. and Twitter. Um, what else do we talk about at the end? Um, there's a Patreon. I run games at Fortress oh. in Melbourne um, as well. If you come oh. down on a Sunday or book early, then I can run an actual DnD for you. That's really fun. Um, that's kind of it. That's pretty much it. Subscribe. Thank you yeah. for listening. Review. Tell your friends. Hooray. <laughs> play more games. Tell everyone. Thank yeah. you.
1: Play more games. Yes, yeah. please. Play oh, wait, more that's, games. That's Will, that's
0: Will Whedon's catchphrase on Tabletop. There we go. Play more
1: games? Yeah, really? play more games. Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched Tabletop in so long. I know. We're they Whedon? need to do a new season. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah. until next time, thank you so much for listening. Be kind to yourself, stay safe, and may all your hits be crits. Woo! Bye, everyone.